Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in and... We're together, but not together, but we're on the podcast again together. No, but it doesn't feel the same. I know it's not the same, but we haven't been on the podcast together in three weeks. In way too long. It feels like, I feel like I've been gone for months. It's been two weeks, which is a long time. It feels like you've been gone for forever. And also, I don't know if you know this, but like I did a whole manifestation, like coaching session while you were gone. And I'm a totally different Tanya now. When did you do that? I did it um, August, uh, the date escapes me, but a few <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah, I was still here when you did that. Yes, you were. Oh, okay. I thought you were acting like that was, I, I have, we have talked about this. So yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm a, new, Tanya, I'm a new gal. Mark can vouch for this. Ta- this is like Tanya 5.0 at, at this least. point. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, she, I mean, it's tr- like, can't keep up with me, you know? I just keep growing and evolving and changing and just... I mean, in some ways, it's Tanya 35.0. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Because Tanya, when she was seven, it was different than Tanya when she was six. Exactly. But Tanya has always... Tanya has always said, like, I'm Tanya 2.0, but we're way past 2.0. That's right. We're way past. Yeah. Thank you for acknowledging my growth. Yeah. I just wanted to say we are, I don't know what point oh we're on, but we're not at two anymore. And that's exciting. What what feels different? What what have you manifested? Just my whole perspective. You just wait. You just wait. You'll notice it. You'll feel it. (laughs) I'm so chill. Like, I'm like chiller than like Antarctica. That's right. Wow. Try and just round like me one, up. Not going to happen. One coaching session and you're just not, you're just no longer the same? Nope. Not wound up. Not, not tightly wound. Nope. That girl is gone. Wait till I have my second session. Whew. Wow. We're not ready. You're not ready. I might uh, be but concerned. But you have been, uh, can, I, can, can we call you a groupie if it's your girlfriend? I, yeah. I, well, I'm calling myself a groupie. Okay. I mean, I don't know if I can, but I am. Um, I'm the number one groupie, I would say. But I, um, I've like been on my own tour alongside of Haley's tour. So I originally flew out to New York to go to her two shows there, and then I went to her New Jersey show, and then I met up with Laura, whose birthday is today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Laura! So. For those of you who are new to the podcast or have never heard, Laura is my best friend from high school. We met freshman year of high school, and she's also the person who nominated me to go on The Bachelor. So the reason I'm even here talking to you right now is really all thanks to Laura, because she did made that move, you know? Yeah. Tanya would argue that fate would have brought you two together anyway, because you're a soulmate. (laughs) Yeah. Well... That was the old Tanya. The new Tanya is like, <laughs> if the wind blew us this way, we'd be blowing together, baby. <laughs> wow. I don't know what that means, but... Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's Laura's birthday, and every year we try to do a birthday trip um, around this time, around her birthday. So this year we met up, and we went to Martha's Vineyard, and then we went to Nashville, and she kind of was like the groupie with me, because we went on, like, Haley's next few tour stops, and she she ditched us in Dallas, but... it's uh, the, the tour life is so interesting to me, because I will say, when I was on, when I was on my vacation... I found it very weird to wake up and like not have a sense of my day. Do you know what I mean? And when you're on mm-hmm. tour, that's kind of how you're living. You like wake up and you're like, don't know where the wind's going to blow you. Well, I feel like on tour, like Haley's schedule, it's just new cities, but her schedule's the same. So like there is some sort of routine to it because it's like, I know I have to start getting ready at this time and then I have the show. But, but like, yeah, like I guess you don't have to, like you don't have to go to the show if you didn't want to. Like the artist? No, you, like you Oh, personally. me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, she does have to go to the show. Well, no, yeah, like her, um, but I'm saying your life right now is very like go with the flow. Yeah, I mean, it's been fun because, uh, like, we I broke off from from Haley's store and we went on our own little journey, Laura and I, and then we went to Nashville and um, had time there together. And so it's just kind of been like, you know, bebopping around and then going to the show. But it's been fun. Like, I, I've gone to soundcheck almost every show and, like, I've seen the show. I basically know the 
I know everything about the show at this point, and I still love it. And it's really fun seeing like the people I love that live in these different cities getting to come and and watch Haley perform for the first time, which is really cool. Yeah. So, and I've gotten to meet so many scrubbers, you guys. Mm. It's so so cool. I do want to talk about how dark you were getting though before you went on tour. Yeah, I got pretty dark. I I feel like um I was not prepared to feel so um dark, but yeah. I think it there was like a combination of I mean, seeing Haley's schedule and what her day-to-day looks like being on tour, I kind of get it a little more like it almost like if I had just gotten to see it sooner, I feel like I wouldn't have been so, you know, dark, spirally. Because as soon as I saw her, it was like everything was fine. I was. I think the difference is, is that our love languages are kind of different. Like my top two oh, are physical. Oh, talk to me. My top two are physical touch and quality time. And not even like, I'm not even talking about like sex when I talk about physical touch. I'm just talking about like yeah. being with the person and holding totally. hands and, and... And also quality time. And hers are more like, those are kind of maybe in the middle to less important to her, I feel uh-huh, like. Uh-huh. But but you know you know what you're good at? And I think, I, I'm not to toot my own horn, but I feel like our friendship has, has created this in you. Because I feel like you're good at speaking other people's love languages now. Oh, I do. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had to learn for both you and Haley have really <laughs> challenged me in that area. But yeah, um, but I will say Haley handled because I've I've never been, you know, me, I've never been the one to like need uh, reassurance, reassurance. And she did. She was so patient and calm with me. I know she wanted to be like, what the heck is going on? Who is this person? But I really do have to give her credit. She was a champ during this. I do have to say it was nice as like an onlooker because I feel like I really relate to Haley in a lot of ways. And I feel like you and Robbie are very similar. Mm -hmm. So it was, I was sad to see you so sad and dark, but in a weird way, I was like, it felt nice validating yeah just because like to give to let you see from our perspective a little bit you know yeah it sucks i don't actually (laughs) want to have that again i prefer to not have that perspective but um i well when jojo was on the podcast we were talking about it because jordan's football season starting and so he's gone like basically every weekend now from like i think thursday to sunday which is different. I mean, it's like, you know, you have those four days and then you get to see that, you know, she, she'll get to see him again. But she was saying like at first when they were first together, it was a really hard adjustment and like they got in a lot of fights and stuff. And she was like, but I realized that being his partner, I needed to like support his dreams and his passions. And this is what he loves to do and like be supportive as opposed to like making it harder for the both yeah. of us. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so, luckily, Wait. I got to see Haley like three days after that. So, um, now I feel I feel good. But that's because I'm here does with JoJo her. Know, does JoJo know a lot about football because of Jordan? I think, uh, I think like, the, there's such a culture around football and sports in the South. Like, you just kind of grow up knowing about football. But she probably knows more about specific things than she did before Jordan, I would imagine. Because what, what are you I really learning need, about sports? Because you have, well, let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you. So tonight's the big draft. Um, so Robbie oh, yeah. and and the boys are are in like this league, right? This like fake league, 
It's called a fantasy football league, by this, in case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah, they're in a fantasy football league. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to create my own team, and I'm going to play you, and I'm going to whip your ass. Did you with, create one? Are you no, going to? I'm going to create one, but I need... So Kristen Harper, who filled in for you last week while you were gone, she is dating Jared Goff. So she's like very... Or no, sorry, not dating, engaged. Um, yeah. She's in the know with all like the football stuff. So she said she would help me with these things, but I feel like I need somebody that I can like... I feel like JoJo, I can pester more. I feel like I'm not as close with Kristen to like badger her with texts where yeah. JoJo, I'd feel like, give me something good here to say. Because I want to just like... I don't know if you've seen those TikToks where the girls like videotape their guys and they're dropping all these like knowledge bombs about football and the guys just like what's going on yeah yeah i want to uh, do you know that. my my brother-in-law has like multiple radio shows around football so he could also be of help and give you some slang to throw but around again i feel like i can't like badger your brother-in-law you with know, text like i need somebody that i can like be annoying to yeah i don't i wouldn't want to do that to him you're right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so jojo feels like the better yeah, she might not answer you, but she'll yeah. she's still so lovey, you know. Um, how yeah. was your trip to the Hamptons? You were gone for a minute too. I was gone and off the grid, and let me tell you, I am a living life. I ate so much ice cream. I slept ten hours a night. Like I didn't even know who I was at, on vacation. Yeah, you were just like vacation mode, Tanya. 5.0. Yeah, but I do get a little restless. Like I was getting a little kind of like, I don't know. I don't do well with no structure to my day. Okay, but this was the difference because this was like the first long trip with with the Robbie and the kids, right? The kids. Yeah, we've never gone away for that long together before. Was it a different experience versus your like uh, St. Bart's trip? <laughs> 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 very different. I realized that uh, vacation without children is very different than vacation with children. Um, mm -hmm. Not in a bad way. It's just so different. You know what I mean? Like we were playing football and going like um, there's so many more activities. Whereas like when we were going on vacation, just the two of us, we like chill. We'd like to like chill and like drink and eat and like work out. That's kind of like our vibe. But then mm -hmm. when there's kids involved, it's like I watched Kissing Booth one, two and three. Wow. I watched to all the boys I loved before, to all the boys I loved again, and to all the boys, P.S. I love you or whatever. Like I watched, we just watched all these movies because that's just what we would do at night. Wow. That's so fun though. Yeah. Good it was times. fun. Yeah, it was good times. But I'm Mark, back. You're back. Mark, where are you right now? Are you at home? I am home, yes. We got away as well. We went to Wisconsin with the family, with the kids. And yes. then we escaped just the two of us and went to Cape Cod for our 20th wedding anniversary. So... You had the instant contrast, vacation with the kids, vacation without the kids. And then we went to Ojai for a weekend. And then we got separate hotel rooms for the first time ever. Like we've always had <gasps> adjoining hotel rooms. Yeah. But there were separate hotel rooms in different parts of the building. And that was a game changer too. Everybody loved that. Even the kids were like, oh, freedom. This is fantastic. So that was a big win. That's it. So the girls got their own room? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. They liked that a lot. That was cool. Yeah. That is we fun. Were, we were talking to... Um, so Laura and I, this was a, this was like a cool story, but we landed in Dallas and there was this woman who was like sitting at the baggage claim waiting and, um, she had like a boot on her foot cause she had had surgery and she was talking, we were just like talking back and forth and, um, she, 
when the we were talking something about oh her kids they had had like a bad layover and they all had to sleep in the same room and she had made a comment about her dad her husband snoring and I was like I vividly remember the last time I ever stayed in a room with my parents because my dad snored so loud I was like I'll never I'll never do this again none of us slept we were all like in the worst mood and I, he felt I felt bad for him because he didn't mean to do it but we were all like uh none of us slept but anyways, that lady, when the bags were coming around, I was like, let me get your bag for you because she had the boot on her foot. And, you know, I was That's like, nice. don't strain. So I got the bags for her. And she, um, she like gave us a $100 bill and was like, have dinner on me tonight. Like, I'll remember y'all for being so sweet. Aww. So then we went to dinner with my family that was in Dallas. And we were like, we're paying for it because <laughs> Maggie from the airport, shout out to Maggie. Paid it forward. That's so nice. I know. I figured that Tanya would like that. I love that. I feel like I need something like, um, I, I need to do something outside myself right now. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> like, I don't know, like that, like go somewhere oh. and give someone like, I don't know, buy somebody their coffee. There's mm-hmm. just, you know, there's something to that. That's just like, it's what it's all about. It's true. I So I every show I've been to, I've gotten to talk to scrubbers. And it has been the coolest thing, like having this community of people that like merged with this other community of people, you know. Yeah. And I just have I felt so pr- I felt so proud of like what we've created. Like three of the girls that we met at the Dallas show, they met. She was like, we became friends because of the podcast and we have like a, a book club. It's a scrubbing in book club that we created. And, um, like some of the other girls weren't able to make it, but you know, we're here and they were just the sweetest, kindest humans. Everyone that came up, they'd be like, please tell Tanya hi. Like, is Tanya coming to any of the shows? Like, Aww. it's just been really, really cool. I'm like, you know, I love, I love this community and our scrubbers and. They're just the best. Well, I couldn't agree more. Could not I mean, agree more. I can more. jump in on this. This this is a life changer for me, honestly. And uh, the scrubbers have changed all of our lives, of course. And Easton and I were just talking about that the other day. Like, can you believe how the scrubbers come through for us? It's incredible. <laughs> I talked a couple of weeks ago about Vanessa, who yeah. works for the Milwaukee Brewers, who I've loved since I was six. And she got <laughs> us on the field, and that was amazing and awesome, and, and I'll never forget it. So then she was, I, I had mentioned that I'm going to see the Brewers when they play the Dodgers in Los Angeles. And she said, oh, I know someone who works for the Dodgers. If you want to go on the field for batting practice again, we can do that. I said, oh, my gosh. That, yeah, that'd be incredible. Thank you so much. So she set that up. And I'm, I'm on the field at Dodger Stadium watching batting practice. And I'm seeing all my favorite players go by. So I'm like, oh, there's Tyrone Taylor. And oh, there's Hunter Renfro. And it's just so exciting for me, every new uh, Brewer I see. So then I see Brandon Woodruff, who's one of the Brewers' best pitchers, and he comes running out of the dugout. It's like, oh, there's Brandon Woodruff. How exciting. There he is. I wonder what he's doing. Gosh, he's running over in this direction. I wonder if he knows somebody over here among those of us watching. Boy, it really looks like he's running right at me. This is weird. And then he comes out to me and he says, are you Mark? I said, yeah. He said, oh, man, I just had to come meet you. My wife's a big fan of the podcast. Are That's you serious? So crazy. I, I said, you gotta be kidding me right now. Because this podcast is incredible. So is- I, we had a nice chat. We took a picture. So uh, so it was Vanessa and his and Brandon's wife, Joni Woodruff, heard me talking on the podcast saying I was gonna see the on the field. Anyway, thank you, Joni Woodruff. Thank you, Vanessa, oh again. Oh my god. That, that is 
so cool. It was so incredible. <laughs> I can't even put it into words what that was like for me. Were you with anyone on the field or were you by I yourself? I was with my buddy Teddy who lives up the street and he was, was, he he was like, like, what just happened? Oh, yeah. What is this podcast? <laughs> that is like, honestly, it makes me so like there have been moments that are really just um, once in a lifetime moments yes. that come from this podcast. Yeah. And it's the honestly. way you are for like Taylor Swift or something. Every brewer, that's how I am with every brewer. <laughs> Anybody who puts on that jersey, and I know, it's just a shirt. Who cares? But if they put on that jersey, they're my hero. And he's one of our, it's like he's a bullpen catcher. He's one of our best starting pitchers. So for me to be able to, hey, how you doing? He wanted to meet me. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that. <laughs> that that is, is really cool. Yeah. That is so cool. That's like epic. <laughs> um, Wow. You brought up Taylor Swift, and I do want to talk about Taylor Swift, but I think we should take a break and then come back. All right. rant for a sec please pay apps are way too public what happened some rando hearted a payment from five months ago and i realized people can see my entire history who i'm paying like full names it's super weird yeah it's weird how are you paying your friends then apple cash it's all in messages you can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends random people can't see it did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. 
Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand-new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we are back. There's on there's a lot to talk about in the pop culture world because um we haven't oh. talked in a minute. Don't even what? get me started on the don't worry darling drama. Oh my okay, well we can get to that because I have there's so <laughs> many aspects of it to talk about. But so many aspects. I want to talk about Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift has a new album coming out. It's called Midnights and it comes out October twenty first. And there's this all this chatter about what the album is like about. You know where it's coming from. So there, I can tell you what I can tell you. It's coming from her sleep, thirteen sleepless nights, which is why (laughs) it's called midnight. What's the understory of? Okay, there's a lot of speculation on TikTok, and I'm not one for like speculating, especially when it comes to like people's sexuality, because I have been there. But a Rolling Stones article came out talking about all this conspiracies about. If Taylor's coming out or all these, the the article is based on conspiracies about it. But I thought it was weird that a publication like Rolling Stone that Taylor's been on the cover of like multiple, multiple times would release something like that if it could ruin the relationship with her. So they're saying that the album is a coming out album? There's God, you're obviously not on this side of TikTok. I'm not on this side of TikTok. I found the headline. Some Taylor Swift stands hunt for clues to queerness in promos for new album Midnight's. They won't give up. Such as what? What are these hints? Uh, Uh, The pronoun game. They feel like some of the songs and lyrics that they've heard before are clever with pronouns, which, I mean, we have experience in this We know pronoun cleverness, Yeah. yeah. Uh, who, who knows? I mean, it could be something, could be nothing. But Becca makes a good point. That is an interesting story for Rolling Stone to post. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I hope to, I don't care who I hope just I don't care who anyone dates or their sexuality. And obviously, would never want to out someone or force someone to out themselves. But I did think that that specific thing was fascinating because 
No one wants to ruin like their relation if they have a good relationship with Taylor Especially Swift. Especially no with Taylor them. Swift. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, maybe one of the sleepless nights was when she was dating Carly Kloss. Well, that's also a rumor. That's a rumor. Yeah, right. This is all a rumor, rumor, rumor. <laughs> yeah. But these are conspiracies only. But <laughs> I thought it was interesting because people, when she came out with Lover, she was um, obviously a lot of the songs were kind of in support of the LGBTQ community. And she talked a lot about that. She surrounded herself like Haley was in the You Need to Calm Down video along right. with a lot of other queer artists. But um, I don't know. I found I just found that specific because there's been conspiracies and rumors about this forever. But I did find that one little detail about the Rolling Stone thing interesting. Like Let who me- who approved this? Who approved this? Tree was tree involved is what I need to know. Was tree was pain tree involved? involved? That's what I need to know because that will tell me everything. Yeah, it'll tell us everything we need to know. Anyways, regardless of what it's about or if it has anything to do with anyone's sexuality, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Really, she's the Swift. gift. She's the gift that keeps on giving. Like if you think about it, in the last three years, like since the pandemic hit, we've got so many new songs from Taylor. It's like we're not worthy. She 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 never stops giving to the fans. Never stops. Like, whether it's new and never music. stops Easter rec- Easter Easter recting <laughs> Easter egging us either. Like she she keeps it's like so clever. She announces the album and then she goes to the VMA after party and she's wearing like a a star dress because it's like midnight is the theme midnight midnight or midnights midnights I think midnights yeah um, with the stars <laughs> all over it and I'm like this girl doesn't quit. It's it's honestly so iconic and i've said it once and i'll say it forever i feel so lucky to be in the generation of taylor swift she really i'm not (laughs) i feel the same way she really inspires me and it's so funny so i'm working on a project that i will be able to talk about very soon but we're working on it and i keep telling my girlfriend i'm like i i want to taylor swift this like i want to like I'm not just, it's not just going to be like, oh, this is a project I'm doing. Like, I'm going to have some Easter eggs and I want to like make this like a fun thing because for me as a fan of Taylor, it's so fun to like decode and get this stuff and like, oh my gosh, she did like wore this, da, da, da. So I'm going to, I'm going to pull my best Taylor Swift in the next few months. So I think that's just, what's so cool. She's inspired people to, she's changed the game of releasing art. Yeah. Speaking of speculation, you brought it up a second ago. The Don't Worry Darling premiere has everyone up in arms. I didn't think I cared. And all of a sudden, I need to know everything. Like, I need answers to everything. Well, it bummed me out initially because the drama started, I think it started between Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh and how Florence wasn't going to be doing any promo for the movie because there was like some squabble with her and Olivia and that bummed me out because I like Olivia Wilde. And so mm-hmm. I, I choose not to believe also that there's like women fighting. I hate that that's like the narrative, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's the Olivia Wilde Shia LaBeouf drama where she's saying she fired him and he's saying he quit the movie. And then this video gets released. And that's when all hell broke loose for me because now there's tension between her and uh, her and Harry Styles. There's, ten- there's just tension all over that red carpet. I have to say, I can't tell if this is just the most genius PR thing ever. And cause every, it's, everyone's talking about it. So everyone's going to go see the movie because it's like, what is going on? But I have no interest in seeing the movie now because of all this. 
Like oh, it's like see, having the reverse effect on me. Like I'm like, okay. everybody I think hates it has this movie. The corner. Yeah, it's, like yeah, it's, it's past the tipping point now. Yeah, like it's not like now we're just kind of stressed. Like we're we're all like it was a little working. Bit. I think it was building, 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 but now I think everyone's over because now some of the reviews are coming out and they're like meh, and so I think it's oh. different now. But I I have watched that video of Harry spitting in Chris Pine's lap probably a hundred times. But then Chris Pine just came out and said it. He was it's like, not "That's true. absolutely not what happened." I don't buy it. But I also don't buy that it was malicious on Harry's part. I think it might have just been a silly thing, funny, uh, bro out. You know how guys are? They'll smack if each I other may. in the groin. If, if I may. As, as a not, friend. I'm as not a friend a, of Harry. I'm not a best friend of Harry, but, you know, we talk time to time. He would never disrespect somebody like that. He would never spit on somebody intentionally. That's just but, not his but it style. Might have dropping a gum or dropping a I think a something, could have, something could, could have fallen out of his mouth on accident. Intentionally. No, no, not no, by I, accident. Watch the video. It's not by yeah, accident. Yeah, his face isn't. It's not like like he like talked and it fell out. It was like if I may, if I may. <laughs> Harry's not that kind of guy. Harry's a gentleman. Harry is a stand-up man with integrity. He's not spitting or projectiling anything out of his mouth. <laughs> Something unless happened. Something you can't happened. tell me nothing happens in that video. You can't. You can't. It's true. I think I, it's something could true. have slipped out, like a Tic Tac well, or a piece of gum or something. I know. To to sit it. down in his seat. What, what no. are you going to just... Yes. No, he leans over. Something falls out of his mouth into Chris Pine's lap. Chris Pine stops clapping and looks down at it. And then just kind of looks around. If anybody saw that, believe me, I just like this a Pruder film. I've seen it frame by frame. But like, it makes me sad seeing all this stuff because I feel like none of them want to be there. Do you know what I mean? Like all oh, of them look like sure. they're like... yeah. Forced. crawling to get out of there yes. which makes me sad it is sad but also we have to discuss why won't harry stand next to olivia on the red carpet because i heard there's tension there too because of the shia 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 i don't think he was aware that she like begged him to stay on the movie this oh, all, obviously so this is all rumor and speculation like none of these reports that everything are coming out we've are true. talked about so far is rumor and speculation but in this segment i do but. think that would make me sad if like i was in love with someone i spent the last year and a half dating them and then this video comes out that i didn't know existed that would make me sad too but it's been a while that like they didn't start dating till harry was like hired to be in the movie right correct but i feel like i feel like it probably blindsided him like maybe she told him that she fired him or something do you know what i mean like right i don't know well i do have to say i was telling Haley, well because she was like you know they've kept their relationship private like we understand that and i'm like yeah but if we were at a red carpet even if we were private and you wouldn't even look at me or like smile at me or hug me done be done (laughs) Yeah, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I mean, I, well, it's one thing if it's a complete secret. We all know they're together. Right. Right. But I mean, they've I'm never done like... I'm rethinking this whole thing because I told you, I don't know if you know this, it's like a on a on my, you know, 10, 15 year plan when I am married oh. with a significant other, I want to have some sort of like job. I want to do something with my partner, like some sort of Juliana Bill Rancic type endeavor. And this has made me rethink things. I think that's smart. I agree. Smart. I don't know that like getting involved is always the 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 key to success. But Juliana and Bill do it, and they are having a pie of a time. <laughs> a high pie in the sky time. Pie in the sky time. Just looks like time. they're just loving life, loving each other. Oh, if I could yeah. work with Robbie, I would love it. I could just. 
What is that? Okay. So you want to get much done then. <laughs> That's true. It would be distracting. If he was like uh, sitting right here, I'd be like. <laughs> yeah, same reaction. <laughs> you guys are going to get it when he's on the podcast soon. I know. I was going to, I was just about to say next week. Right. Yeah, but we're gonna do we're gonna do one episode with Haley, and we're gonna do one episode with Robbie. I think because I think it's too much to have all of us in the same one. Well, it'd be fun to play some sort of a newlywed game. You know, this is you know no bad ideas. <laughs> Which usually means bad idea, but okay. This this is no bad ideas. This is no bad ideas. I just feel like there's so much. Like I feel like Haley needs a whole episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, we could we could probably do three episodes just because with... you know what I'm going to ask her at the very end. I don't what? think I'm going to tell you because I don't want you to. I don't want you to 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 tee her up. Yeah, you're going to ask about the percentage of our relationship. Oh, yeah. You already told me. Oh, but I've been, shoot. I've literally been asked this in like every interview I've done since we've come out. So. <laughs> but she it's hasn't. Not, she has not. She has not been asked what the percentage is. So that, enter that Tanya. is. Enter Oprah Tanya. That's right. I, I just think it's wonderful that we are in the stage of calling them Robbie and Haley instead of calling them Red Star and 95. <laughs> it's just refreshing and wonderful. And I'm not even used to it. I know, I know, but you know, I also have a very fond spot in my heart for those times. <laughs> okay, Me sure. too. I do because too. Because it was such a team effort and like a sense of just like respect on all of our behalfs, especially y'all for me for for navigating those challenging times. And I the really truly were really rough. But because we didn't slip only, up a lot. No, I don't feel like we slipped up a lot. I feel like considering the circumstances and how long that time was, I don't think we slipped up that much. I think there were like a few here and there, but we got yeah. pretty pretty locked in. I was very impressed with you, Becca. You you can you know your way around a sentence. You really it's a very impressive the way you would rework a paragraph on the fly to avoid <laughs> even having a pronoun at all. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I commend you because I would just give up. Like I would be like, but what if it's uh, never mind. <laughs> right. I mean, you say like they it's going to draw attention to it yeah. uh, and so you just would rework a sense or remove all pronouns I was like wow she did that on the fly that's impressive yeah. you know this I've I've probably like gained it back on this trip but I literally lost weight after Haley and I came out I didn't do anything and I think it was the stored stress of avoiding pronouns that I lost <laughs> I really, really like I literally felt like I like physically and mentally got lighter from just wow. life. I yeah. do think stress, like, and I don't think I even realized that it was stressful. I just think it because was you always do that. subconsciously you there. You suppress things. You just, like, sweep them under the rug. And you're like, it's fine. It's fine. But, like, really, like, you were struggling. I'm trying to, I'm trying to avoid doing that anymore. But, yeah, I mean, that is what I do. It's like, make it easier on everybody else. I know. You know what though, Becca, we are all just works in progress and Oh, Tony, that's so you good. You are just doing your best to just to not sweep things under the rug when you've been doing that for so many years of your life. Like that is what you are used to doing. And the fact that you are challenging that now and you are trying to be different, that just shows that you're a fighter. <laughs> you're a grower and a shower. You know what I'm saying? <gasps> I do have to say, so I realized something about myself on this trip, and I think I've always known it, but I really realized it. So we went to this um, in Nashville. They have like 
there's only a handful of lesbian uh, karaoke bars in, or maybe bars, lesbian bars, in the country. Like, there's very few, but there was one in Nashville. So we went after Haley's show, and it was like, there was... I mean, there was like a few people. It wasn't like a packed house, but it was so fun. And I love watching people karaoke, but everyone like Laura was like, Becca, let's go up there and do it. And I literally felt like I was going to throw up. I was so nervous about about the thought of it. And so I was karaoke so fun. I don't think I think it's fun. Like, I realized that night I did it and I sang Backstreet Boys and I was so uncomfortable. And I feel like. I, what I realized, unless I'm like on the verge of blackout drunk, I just don't think I enjoy karaoke. That's an interesting factoid. But I had the best time watching people do karaoke. Yeah, and it's really fun. And karaoke really shows you people's personalities because they either get up there to just be an absolute fool and they don't care at all what they sound or look like, or they go up to like give the performance of a lifetime. <laughs> There's no in between. Like no one's going to. I don't know where why why my head went here, but I think it's because you were talking about karaoke and like hobbies. And okay. <laughs> if you have some time today and you just need to chuckle, do read reviews on. Uh, what do you call it? vibrators? Oh, okay. Read the reviews on vibrators. Is because, there a specific one? Well, I had to order. I had to order a new vibrator because I lost my charger for my old one. You and have lost that charger more than anyone I know. And Robbie says <laughs> the same thing. He's like, "Why are you always?" And I'm like, "I don't know." It's like I can't because I don't charge it very often, and so I guess I just misplaced because like my charger for my phone is like by the bed, but like this yeah. one, like who knows where I put it? Anyways, I ordered a new one. The char- it doesn't charge it. So I ended up, I had to get a, a whole new uh, system. vibrator system. <laughs> and for some reason, I was like, I just want to read the reviews just to like, I know this one's good, but like, I just want to see what people say. This chick wrote like a five page debrief of like how good this product is and why it's so unique and that she would try and have her partners create the same suction or whatever. <laughs> like. T- <laughs> It was such a time. I was peeing my pants reading it out loud. So, you know, if you're just in the market for a laugh today, you can just go to Amazon and uh, just read some of those reviews. Because let me tell you, that was very funny. Did you get the same one? Same one. Can't beat it. (laughs) So Robbie has no problem with uh, that being uh, involved when he's available? Uh, no, no problem at all. I mean, I don't <laughs> use it. I don't use it. Here's the thing. Cause so, some in relationships say you don't need to do that anymore. You have me. Some would say I that. know, but let mm-hmm. me tell you a guy's thing can't do the same. <laughs> it's just different. <laughs> it's just different. And it's sure. not like, I don't prefer one. Like, it's like, I prefer him obviously, but like sometimes it's, you know, it's fun. Yeah. And he's just like awesome. You know, like he's not going to judge me for anything. That's right. He's he just wants her. you to be happy. Yeah, he just wants you to be me. Let he my just freak wants you to be. Fly. Yeah. I yeah. do have to say, you know, I really admire the fact that you talk about these things on the podcast because <laughs> thinking of all the people in your life who could listen and know these things, I <laughs> wish, I hope to one day be as <laughs> free as you. What a gift who do you kid? give us all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm trying to think uh, who listens to the podcast. <laughs> your mom used to, didn't she? My mom still well, her, listens. Okay. My mom, mom does. Yeah. You remember what she said? What was it like the eggplant? What was the eggplant oh, thing yeah. that Tony totally talked about like forever ago? Yeah, my mom is and not. She thought, 
Yeah. And my dad doesn't listen intentionally, I think, not to hear these things. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Yeah. It's probably for the best. I agree. Well, I'm happy you have, I mean, you have like four now, I feel like, just with but one charger, I guess, left. So, But they're all like different versions. So the chargers don't, it's like, I just only have, it's it's a mess. Oh, I didn't know there were different versions. Mm -hmm. Different versions. They're like. Two point. They're like me, you know. They just like keep growing and getting better year by year. So, <laughs> Tanya and the Satisfier Pro, exactly. <laughs> 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. Um, okay, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back with emails. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker soul hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. 
my friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught. A history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you guys, we are back. We have two emails. Mark, were you on the podcast last week with Kristen? I Did was. y'all do emails? Did y'all I, do emails? I am. No. Yeah. I was on with last oh. week, but we did not do emails. Well, you weren't there when I was with JoJo either. So this is like a homecoming for all of us. It sure is. It's good to be home. Well, take it away. Here we go. (laughs) Taylor says, my girlfriend and I were out for drinks last night, and we got on the topic of when do we make our significant others our emergency contact, and when do we give them a key to our places? We all had different opinions on this, and I would love to hear Becca and Tanya's thoughts or stories about this. Hmm. So, I mean, right right away, is Robbie your emergency contact? No. Haley's not mine either. Do they both have a key to your place? Yes. yes. Okay, so but, that tells us something right there. Well, I've been with, I've been with Haley for four years, so if, <laughs> if she didn't have a key to my place, that would be concerning a little bit. Yeah. And um, also, the emergency contact thing is interesting because it's like you have to actively change that. Like, I, right. I haven't been filling out paperwork new. You know what I mean? Like, all my stuff's just kind of old. So I just sign it, and I'm like, it's still the same. Becca Tilly, that's your girl. Yeah, I was going to. Tanya's mine too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that yeah, would Tanya's stay if you mine. had a doctor's appointment tomorrow, you would just keep it. Yeah. Tanya. That's sweet. Because, yeah, because I, I do feel like if it was between me and like Haley's on a shoot or something, she'd be like, can't, sorry. <laughs> no can do. But I know Tanya would most, I'm pretty 
pretty sure would drop everything <laughs> if there was an emergency for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the key thing, I'm trying to think when we exchanged keys. I don't think it was that far into our relationship, to be honest. Kaylee was gone for a long time when we first started dating, though, because she was on tour. So it wasn't like we were doing like ne- she needed it yet. But yeah, it's the interesting because it's like it's it really goes to like when you need it, because if you're always going over when they're there, you don't really need it. And I think that I gave Robbie my key to my place before he gave me his to his place, which is so telling of our relationship. <laughs> but um, I remember I never really needed the key to his place for such a long time. And then it got to mm-hmm. a point where I was like. uh doing the passive aggressive like well i just like i can't go because i don't have a key da, da, da. i was like doing that whole thing and then he finally oh. got the hint and he was like do you want a key i'm happy to give you a key if i would have just asked he would have been happy to give me a key that's a lesson here you don't need to be passive aggressive to get what you want yeah because guys can just be dumb and not think about it we are dumb <laughs> yeah no like he just it. didn't like it wasn't even like a thing i think he was and then when my passive aggressiveness got to the point where he was like oh like you could have just asked. I, I'm happy to give you a key. So Nothing would make me happier. Key whenever you feel comfortable. Yeah. And, and no rush on the emergency contact. I say emergency contact when if you feel like they're if you feel like they're going to be the best person to reach in case of emergency, like the most available. I don't think it I don't I'm not like one of those people who thinks your significant other has to be everything in your life. Like I I feel like Tanya, I would I feel like Tanya is more of a like nurturing and would, you know, be like, okay, I've got to drop everything Continue type of on. friend, type of friend. I feel like I say, just a FYI, by the way, I, I told Tanya while I've been gone, I was the one who told her I missed her. Oh, by the that way. was such a treat to see in my inbox, like an unsolicited text like that. I know, I haven't seen you in so long. I do miss you. I miss you too, but I agree with that. I feel like I might switch my emergency contact. Maybe marriage might be when I switch it. Yeah, that's that. Like when you're legally bound, that feels (laughs) good. Engagement, I think maybe. Yeah, when you're potentially, when you're promised to be legally bound. Yeah, because right now, like I'm just boyfriend girlfriend you know like those come your bfgf yeah Yeah. bfgfs will come and go yeah like i don't need to put him on my emergency contact quite yet (laughs) um okay so yeah whenever's comfortable annie says so i started seeing this guy he's 29 and i'm 25 we met my sister's wedding it's her new husband's best friend he's super sweet i'm interested would love another date we went on a date he's such a gentleman and after we made out he went for it. Like, not just a little sesh, but like the touch all over makeout session. Honestly, I was okay with it, but he kept biting my lip. I woke up the next morning with a swollen and bruised lip. It's been <gasps> two days and it's still tender. What do I say to him slash make it playful and not hurt his feelings, but a little less chomping, please? I don't like chomping, first of all. like I... Okay, you. Uh, uh, there is nothing better than a lip suckle. Okay, Tanya, I, I'm talking, I don't like the word chomping to describe what well, is happening. it's a fine line between chomp and suckle, you know, it's that, a fi- there's a thin line there. That's what I'm saying. I agree. But a chomping, that sounds, pa- I, this is personally what I would do. 
Send him a picture of it. Oh, yes? send a picture. Yeah, I would send a picture and be like, "Excuse me, like yeah. had fun last night," and then like make a joke. And then if he's doing like if y'all are making out again, um, I would just be like, "Ow, like I'm still sore," and be like, "That you know, I love like sh- sh- be like, let me show you what I like." Or 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 to be like, because I feel like men might. They get like Let a little emasculated. Let me show you what I like. That, that's good. Early on, I don't know. But you could be like, uh, send the picture of the, you know, your bruised tongue or whatever and be like, next time you, or like next time go, go gentler. I can't, there's only so many things I can say. The spider bit my mouth to my coworkers or something about like how you had to lie to your coworkers about how you got it. Yeah, you got to be a little more. But if she's like, let me show you. And then she could be like, let me show you how I like it. And then she shows him. And that's like sexy, but cute and like gentle. But also the like stop suckle. doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like chomping sounds very painful. Yeah. <laughs> good luck out there, Annie. <laughs> yeah, good luck. But, you know. What? Fine line. Oh, Tanya, I saw this in the scrubbing in group. It was, I think it was posted anonymously, but it said, what if you're, what would you do if your husband left and went out with friends and he was wearing his wedding ring when he left, but he came back and it wasn't on anymore? Uh, You best believe I'd be like, what, where were you? Where is that ring? What's going on? He better have a damn good explanation for it. (laughs) Like I lost it. What's well, a good explanation for that? I feel like I want to trust anything. I don't know. Or like, I don't know. I, t- I was eating chicken wings and I took it off and put it in my pocket. Here it is. I forgot. I would trust my partner. If he said that, I'd be like, okay. Okay. So chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> Men, if you're listening, chicken wings will get you, get you off the hook. Yeah. Just say you're eating some chicken wings. Yeah, I was. I like gasped when I read that. I was like, "Oh, I'd be so stressed about that." Yeah, I would but a lot of the that. scrubber, I will say, the scrubbers do a good job because they're like, you know, don't panic. Like he may have, it may have. I, my husband's rings like slipped off before, and um, that's what I'm saying. If you trust your partner, like I trust Robbie completely. So like, yeah. if he wasn't wearing it, I would know that there was either it was like an accident or something happened. Like I would, I I trust him, so that doesn't my mind doesn't go there. If he had done something in the past to make me not trust him, my mind would go into many places. I was just about to say someone said the first question or the first thing is like, if you immediately assume something bad about that, like that's not a good sign or something yeah. along those lines. You're right. It's a good point. Yeah. Um, I, I was also this was this will be my last story. So I was in this Uber and this was when I was going from. Uh, Haley show in New Jersey and then they were they were getting on the bus to go to like Virginia or something but I was um, leaving for Boston to meet Laura and so I was in this Uber ride it was like an hour long and it's like one one in the morning and with this guy this like he's like this like Italian New Yorker Italian Mm-mm. No, not no. And he had asked me, he said something about his wife or something. So it's just he's talking the whole time. So I'm just like, it's I don't I hate talking in Ubers, but I'm just, I'm just like, OK, well, I'll go along with this. So, you know, I start asking about like, oh, how'd you meet your wife? Well, he starts going on this tangent about how he slept around all these years after his he and his other wife divorced. And I got way too, too much information about this man. Like, literally, I was just kind of like, OK, we have crossed the line here. And now I just like need to get to my destination. Started sharing my ride with everyone I know. Um, and so I 
he goes, oh, because I guess he saw Haley and I kiss before I got in the car. And he was like, so that's your girlfriend or, you know, whatever. And I go, oh, yeah. And he was asking, like, how long we've been together. And then he was like, so I want to ask a question, but. Oh, no. I don't want to, like, make it inappropriate. And I just don't say, I don't say, like, oh, ask it. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. You're like, <laughs> I okay, know what bye. he's about to ask. He was about to be something about, um, like, our sex life. And so I'm like, I'm not going to give him any space to ask this question. And he goes, okay, so, like, when two women or you know, like, how do y'all do it, blah, blah, blah. And in my mind, I'm like, the nerve. Like, the absolute nerve. Like, use your brain, you know? Like, right. I was, I was just like, oh, I kept it just very basic and was like, you know, pretty much the same way, minus one, one part, you know? Right. So at this point, I'm like five minutes from, from the building. So I'm just like, I'm switching the subject and stuff. And so then I get out of the car and he's like, thank you. He was like, thanks for talking to me and thanks for answering my question. Mind you, this guy's like probably early seventies. And he's like, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, oh. I am so upset that like my natural response isn't like, no, I don't know. I'm like, okay. He gives me the most, the longest hug and like tight squeeze ever. And I was just like, oh. I saw you post that and I was like, how yes. nice. <laughs> I would love that. But not after that creepy question. I know. And so I like started, I was thinking about it and I was like, oh my gosh, why is it so, like, why do we make ourselves uncomfortable for the sake of like other people? Why do we do that? You, you do that. So, But so many people were like, oh my gosh, I relate to this. I, <laughs> I too would have hugged a stranger if he asked I would have it. hugged him and I would have liked it. Tanya, don't be sick. I would have. Not when they're creepy like that. No, yeah, that was creepy. It's just a boundary. So if you're a man listening, and I guess if you're a woman listening, don't be creepy. Don't ask strangers creepy questions yeah, about don't their be sex creepy. life. Just be cool. <laughs> don't be creepy. Just be cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was, but yeah, my my tour ends. I'm coming home tomorrow for now. But then it continues. To- I could have used you. I'm doing a little Taco Tuesday tonight. And, uh <laughs> Darn. Yeah. But I'll be there next week if y'all are doing Taco Tuesday. Great. Okay. Happy. Oh, no, we're going to be in, uh, we're, oh, no, yeah, next Tuesday. I think we leave the next day. Yeah. Um, But we will be back next week for a Robbie, Haley, Tanya, Becca, spectacular multiple episode arc. So like a double date. It'll be like the double, uh, scrubbing in double date. <laughs> Cute. But we can't wait. It felt so good to be back on the podcast with you all. And I can't wait to be together again in person. I mean, same. Same, same, same. Same, same, same. Um, Love you guys. Love you. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.
Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds-infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit tomboyx.com to shop. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.